yeah, now it's like I have to be smart when I go into the kitchen. And then on top of that, I have a life. So, you know, I still dance. I still do Muay Thai. I work out. Um, I have a somewhat still social life, you know, but when I'm not doing those things, it's like I'm about my business because now I'm like, oh, annual tax, state tax, city tax. Uh, I'm talking to a CPA now, you know, so all the like leveling up that I have to do in a sense, you know, because some of my friends are like, I don't see you. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm running a small business. That was Vander Hill, baker, owner, and CEO of Whack Donuts. I'm Jeff, and this is Storied San Francisco, a podcast all about the artists, activists, and small businesses that make this city so special. Welcome to this bonus episode on Vander and Whack Donuts. I first met Vander back in season four in 2022. At that time, his donut operation was mostly a pop-up and he was in a few spots around town. Fast forward to January, when I visited Vander at his brick and mortar spot in Embarcadero 4. Here's Vander. Well, we recorded on April Fools, take us back to April the 2nd, 2022. And everything since then, just give me everything. (laughs) So, um, since that time, uh, I have a donut shop now down in the Embarcadero, at Embarcadero 4, uh, right in front of the fountain in the ferry building. I got into two programs uh, through the city. One was the uh, Vacant to Vibrant, um, where basically they were giving uh, a seat. Out of 900 applicants, 17 got in, Dang. including me. Dang. And they uh, basically worked with landlords uh, in various properties, mostly downtown in Barcadero area. And they hosted your whatever you're doing. So if you're a food business, you got like that or some type of art inspired thing. You got that. And so uh, how did they did they work with the um, I guess the property owners like to get the spaces? How did they procure those? It it was uh, um, I I, I can give you the best to my knowledge. But uh, what I know is they. They send out a call, hey, we're looking, you know, to do this program, who's down? And basically people that bid at that were like, hey, well, we're open to okay. hosting uh, said, you know, uh, program. And so they just kind of matched you. Uh-huh. Um, That's the vacant part, right? That, like yeah. these people had vacant storefronts and retail right. and some food, yeah, obviously. Yeah, because most of the people that don't live in the Bay know, like, you know, the pandemic definitely brutalized you know um san francisco and in the bay and so a lot of this is just uh, unfortunately shut down mm-hmm. during the pandemic especially around here especially around here um and if if you grew up in the city like i did you, you know how the embarcadero you know used to be and even though like past five is pretty pretty dead it's this was like a constant thing right like and so yeah, uh, I got into that program and also seventeen. Pl- sorry, seventeen out of nine hundred. Seventeen That's out of nine hundred, and it was it was very much like a job interview because um, oh, yeah. I cringe job interviews because like yeah. I, I I get to a point where it's like you know when they hit you like hey thanks for coming in and mm-hmm. when you hear that you're like I didn't get it yeah um so it was very much similar to that when they they called me back and they said hey thanks for applying and I was in my head I was like <laughs> oh like, I, didn't, I didn't I guess I didn't get in like oh no you made it to round two oh shit and it was around two 
and then it was that should be a that's where it should be a breakdance contest yeah <laughs> they're like you're in dude. yeah it's like <laughs> can we can we like battle our way in totally. uh, <laughs> but um then Film it was it, like put it on tv <laughs> but then there was a zoom and then they said oh we'll get back to you like you know and now it's like summertime at this point and then next and this was 2022 or three this is 2023 okay so this is like last summer okay and uh, I'm applying for a bunch of stuff because I've been applying for grants. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I'm in my commissary kitchen. I'm still popping up, mm-hmm. um, dealing with, you know, trying to survive in the city. Um, Are you still at Rainbow? I remember seeing that. No. So uh, Rainbow, I, I was at Rainbow for a year. Okay. And then uh, never fully recovered uh, from like, there was like a rainstorm like prior and then they had a lot of vendors like dial back Mm -hmm. and then like they were supposed to kind of like you know go back to our original numbers and it was Mm -hmm. just i never got that call back Mm -hmm. so i think some things kind of fell through the cracks but right super shout out to rainbow they were like the first big um institution here in the city that sought me out and okay. so that feels really good, right? So you know, there's no love lost. Uh, they message me still. They they telling me they're they're proud of me and what what I've accomplished. And mm-hmm. you know, again, it's corny, but it's like it is the journey. It's not so much the destination. Right. I, and and I've been learning so much these last three years. It's crazy. So um, they're kind of like a happy like friend. Like you know, your nice. friends are really happy when they want to see you win, and they're mm-hmm. like, we just want to see you win, bro. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, congrats with uh, you know. The, the space and then um i had also applied for um another city program uh via through our uh, old homegirl from college she was like dude um you should apply to this ujama kitchen uh, mm-hmm. program it's a, a eighteen thousand five hundred dollar grant mm-hmm. um and they connect you with so many like resources you're perfect for it is that for small business or for food specifically? for uh small food businesses small food okay cool and uh, it was and it was mainly primarily in the Bayview, so uh, a lot of black and brown uh, people of color. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was like uh, she told me it was gonna be like um, Shark Tank a little bit. Oh shit! And you know, shows that I've watched, especially this whole time, I'm like, I you know, I'm, I'm a huge Gordon Ramsay fan, so Top Chef, Hell's Kitchen, all that. Uh-huh. Um, and Shark Tank, you know, because you know, I'm. There was a, an investor that was trying to holler at me, like, I want to say the second year in. Okay. And, you know, not creepy. It was like, you know, these rich dudes, like, yeah. out, up in Bernal's, like, here, come to this address. We'll, we'll, like, you know, bring a sample. And I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah. You know, but no, it was, it was totally legit. <laughs> Should and, I hire security? For yeah, that? <laughs> yeah. I'm all like, uh, if you guys don't hear from me in about a week, yeah. uh, I don't know. Yeah. But no, uh, she, she, so I took that to heart because, you know, anyone that watched Shark Tank, you know, you got to kind of go in there. I had to know my numbers. So I went in there yeah. with like, this is what my sales were, blah, blah, blah. You got to have your game. And I didn't yeah. even need to do all that. They, oh. um, I, I just went in, I was, made sure I was on brand. I gave mm-hmm. them a, a, a six dozen and a bunch of donuts and, I'm sorry, a half a dozen. So it was like three or four judges mm-hmm. and they basically just asking you questions like you know tell us your story the funny part and i'm i'm patting myself on, on my shoulder they didn't talk for the first two minutes because they were just busy eating my eating donuts. the donuts and at one point they were like oh someone asked them a question right and, and i'm just kind of sitting there like middle school style with my hands you know my hands on my lap like yep. okay and yeah uh and did any of them do the thing i did where i was like 
wait, these are vegan? I didn't tell them that until the end. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Did I just spoil something? <laughs> but no. Vander uh, makes delicious vegan donuts, by the way. Yeah. Thank you. Um, they, I mean, that was the, I think they told me that was the thing that knocked it out the park. They were just like, you know, um, and it's funny though, I found out, you know, post-graduating from, because once you get in, it's a six-month program. And you get definitely a spectrum of, of, of people with their small businesses. Some are just starting out. Mm -hmm. Some are semi-established. Some are, like, established. But mm -hmm. maybe they need uh, the know-how to how to become. Like, for me right now, I've been working on becoming a city supplier. Right. For the, so I can get city jobs now. Mm -hmm. um, and then they just kind of level you up. They're like, hey, you need your food cert certification uh, manager's license. Or they give you, like, the basics of, like, you know, how to, like, you know, Make sure your kitchen's clean. So it's a, it, it kind of took you back to school, but mm -hmm. it's a lot of, like, much-needed information. They connect you. I mean, like I said, I'm over here. My, my shop is literally across from the Ferry Building. We got connected through the FoodWise program, mm -hmm. so our name is in there. So if I ever wanted to somehow get into the uh, Ferry Building, that's an option now. Dope. So it's so many dope things. They had um, uh, guest speakers come, schools on a lot of things, and so I applied for both, and one was like three months ahead, and so by the time I got into Vacant to Vibrant, I was also going to this program, so I was maintaining a shop while going to school, because you gotta like dedicate, you know, five days a week to the program, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and while going on these field trips, and something I couldn't go to because, oh yeah, I'm running a shop now, or I'm building out my shop. It was like build out, so it was literally like by the time I graduated the program, it was build out to running the shop. I, you you are the only employee, right? I am the only employee. I'm the baker, CEO, CFO, graphic designer. Um, but I'm starting to get to a place where um, I could potentially hire someone to oh. help me in the kitchen because oh, okay. uh, yeah, at least by the summer I sh I'll definitely have like at least two extra hands. So I hope to have um, right. someone working in front of the house in the mm -hmm. shop and then uh, someone helped me with production uh, mm -hmm. in, in the kitchen because mm -hmm. uh, my, bo my boss even pointed out and a lot of like you know cats like you and homies are like wow man you're doing this all by yourself you're gonna burn out and I'm like yeah yeah <laughs> but um it's it's necessary because you know one thing I'm learning is just my breaking point because my boss who my awesome boss Gabrielle who's now my business consultant, she, uh, you know, decked out the shop. She literally spent three days, her and her partner, painting installs. I love her for that. And she's yeah. been like, um, you know, she's technically like another, like another one of my life coaches too. But mm -hmm. she was early on, like, she was like, dude, like, I'm going to break you. So mm. seeing how many donuts you can make by yourself. Mm. And she would just right. give me a number. She was like, on opening day, uh, she was like, you need to make at least like 500 donuts. Wow. Which is like, at this point, like nothing to me, but it's just oh, like, okay. <laughs> you know, but still it's just the dish. To a donut eater, that sounds yeah. like a lot. But, you know, especially in the world of donuts, it's like, you know, that's like, you know, kind of a low end number, but because mm. most shops are like busting out close to like 800 or more donuts a day. But also most shops have hella people. That that part. <laughs> so no, she she um, she she pushed me. She's still pushing me. She's like, you know, I think the magic number she wants to see if I'm capable of making fifteen hundred by myself. Okay. 
Um, I've peaked so in a, far. In a day? Is it the, in a day. In one day, okay. Yeah. Um, I think my limit right now in the, in the kitchen is, uh, I think I knocked out about 700 by myself. Okay. Um, it, so, it, it, but are you also limited by the size of your kitchen? So there's a, or there's, the yeah. So, there? so there's a, a a lot of factors, and and I expressed this with her uh, recently because we've been working on like my five year plan mm-hmm. and just what I'm trying to do mm-hmm. um, moving forward. Um, yeah. So the kitchen that I'm I'm currently renting, uh, like recently the 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 sink setup is kind of uh, not fully working so okay so you know janky yeah i i can't i can't wash my dishes like i want it because i have my big donut pans Mm -hmm. and um when you get into like the food industry you learn how to use a three compartment sink so you Mm. gotta soak rinse sanitize Mm -hmm. so the more donuts i make the more dishes i have to go through (laughs) so um if you see me live it's i'm kind of like dr octopus i'm (laughs) You know, as I'm like making more batter and filling up the wells, um, I'm taking stuff out of the oven. Right. That's cooling. I'm making glaze, and I'm kind of pseudo doing a light like wash and soaking and moving because you gotta keep moving. Yeah. So again, it's like, and then it's a shared space too. So right. it's not my own kitchen. So a lot of people, are like, oh, you got your own kitchen. I'm like, no, I'm renting a kitchen, mm-hmm. and I have to be it. mindful. So even though I'm the first cat in there because I'm the early baker guy. Right. You know, I start some of my mornings at like one in the morning. Sometimes mm. if I'm lucky, I'll start the night before prepping. Yeah. And then bake through to the morning. But that's donut life. But that's right? the, yeah, that's the donut life. Yeah. That's just the baking life in general. And so, baking, right, 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 right. So yeah, it's I'm making it work, but uh definitely if I had an extra body in there, I it, it would streamline a lot of things because yeah, now it's like I have to be smart when I go into the kitchen and then on top of that I have a life so you know I still dance I still do Muay Thai I Mm. work out um I have a somewhat still social life you know but when I'm not doing those things it's like I'm about my business because now I'm like oh annual tax state tax city tax uh I'm talking to a CPA now you know Mm -hmm. so all the like leveling up that I have to do in a sense, you know, because some of my friends are like, I don't see you. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm running a small business <laughs> in San Francisco on top of that. Yeah. You know, so, um, yeah, the, there's there's some things I'm working out. But like I said, I, if I can get an extra body in here, I think that'll definitely uh, take the pressure off a little bit. But, you know. And you're, you're working toward that happening first half of this year? Yeah, I'm at hoping. At least one? Yeah, at least to have, like, okay. at least one body uh, a little bit before summer. And mm-hmm. then by summer, um, I'm bringing a lot of my life experiences into this. So, like, same thing, how I come up with a lot of the flavors. It's like, you know, I went to school in the Mission, you know, so I have a horchata donut. Yes. You know? um, and so I worked at the Exploratorium, mm-hmm. which is probably the best job I ever had okay. uh, from high school until like early uh, college when I was going to the Art Institute. Mm-hmm. Um, that's now nothing. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, That's a whole podcast. I have uh, <laughs> the cool thing I liked about the Exploratorium was uh, you start off as a high school explainer mm-hmm. and that's basically a, you're a floor docent with the knowledge of like, you know, someone that knows their stuff. Yeah. And, and uh, I love science, you know, and so I want to kind of replicate something like that by having interns here. Uh, I have parents that are 
out of nowhere it's like hey if you ever need a like a intern thing or you should have an intern thing at your uh, shop because I, I have my son or my daughter that i'm like oh wow okay yeah so let me figure it out so that's the other thing i got in my mind i'm like trying to work on that mm-hmm. uh, for this summer to have like some type of intern program uh nice. where i have high school kids just like learn the ins and outs of running you know the shop so teaching them how to like you know make coffee you know box donuts make you know yeah you know do it do it you know it's a job so from your mouth <laughs> my mouth to the listener's ear uh where you are your hours and maybe just throw your socials in there yeah so now that i have a storefront you can you can catch me here at foreign barcadero center uh that's right across from osha Thai, just to give you some like land sites so we got osha ties to my left and then the water fountain uh and the ferry building is directly in front of my shop and the pickle is this pickleball it's pickleball? No, so what so is this this is padel apparently padel. It, it's like the new yeah so yes. that's like uh, the brazilian equivalent to pickleball yeah i mean right when i got my head around pickleball they got something new that's pretty normal i mean i would prefer the ice skating rink personally but um union square has those guys for a while so yeah this is going to be here for a bit too i think at least 18 months is what i heard um but no, that's a lot of landmarks like Oshitai Ferry Building. The yeah, fountain, yeah, which they're changing the name of. Are they? Or the plaza? They changed. Did they already change the plaza? I don't want to say his name, but he was like a horrible racist dude. Oh no, I, I, that's news to me. Okay, well anyway, yeah. that's another podcast. But yeah, uh, and then my hours are eight to two, Tuesday through Saturday. Um, I'll be doing uh, special donut drops. Uh, got uh, monthly flavors. Uh, got since Valentine's is coming up next month, I'm doing a red velvet cake uh, donut, and uh, I'm gonna have uh, what's called a love in a box. Okay. So you're gonna have a. It's probably gonna be like either a three pack or a half dozen, but it's gonna be like uh, the red velvet cake donuts with the uh, edible forcing carrot gold uh, and uh, dark chocolate dipped uh, strawberries. Damn. So the options are gonna be. You can either pick up your love box or come in and make your love box. Oh, shit, so right. So you're going to have to, like, sign up. Uh, I could probably do, like, you know, three or four couples here in the shop, you know. Okay. Or I might, you know, I might, it might be, an, it's probably going to be a night event, too. So I'm yeah. doing some night stuff, too. You need to get someone who can uh, marry people in the corner. Just like, if yeah. You, if after you eat the donuts the, out of the love box, right there. There you go. Oh, man, that'd be One so One stop shopping. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds cool. But, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's where people can find um, you physically and your donuts physically. Where, but but, but your online and then presence. follow me online. Uh, it's uh, Whack Donuts uh, on on the uh, gram, as the kids say it, mm-hmm. and that's spelled W H A C K D O N U T S. Whack Donuts. That was Vander Hill. Join us next week for part one of our 2024 Valentine's episode. We'll meet and get to know Anita Bashirs and Lester Raw. Episode 9 drops next Tuesday, wherever you get podcasts. Music for Storied San Francisco was produced, performed, and curated by Otis McDonald. Aaron Lim of Bitch Talk Podcast is our contributing producer. And the show is produced and hosted by me, Jeff Hunt. Now in our sixth season... We have more than 200 episodes available on our website, storiedsf.com, 
or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're able to, please rate and review the show and drop us a line at storiedsf at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Keep rejecting those silly doom loop narratives about our city. Stay wacky, weird, healthy, and creative. And we'll see you next time on Storied San Francisco. We acknowledge and respect the first humans of the unceded land we call San Francisco, the Ramaytu Shaloni. We condemn the genocide of these and other tribes across the Western Hemisphere. We honor their legacy and history, and we support rematriation and sovereignty efforts. This podcast is a proud member of the BFF.FM podcast network. Learn more at podcasts.bff.fm. BFF.FM, best frequencies forever.